Do you suffer from transition hell? Maybe that's not what you call it. Maybe you call it the part where they're swinging from the chandeliers for a few hours or even for days after the kids arrive for their time at your house. Well, there's help. Don't go away. Hi there, I'm Tracy, and this is the Essential Stepmom Podcast, your source of unconventional advice and inspiration for the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. Is it really an art? You bet. Nobody pops out of the womb with an instinct for step parenting. It's something you practice and get better at, like anything else. And if you found this podcast, it means you're smart enough to look for someone who's been practicing the moves for a long time to stand in your corner and coach you through it. I'll share my wins, my missteps, and my analysis of what worked for my family over the last 14 years and why it could work for you too. If you like this stuff, don't forget to subscribe. And you can get more of me at EssentialStepMom.com. I still remember how sad I used to feel when it was time to say goodbye to my stepkids as they were going back to their moms. They hardly ever came here because they lived so far away. And the worst part of all was that those final hours were when we had the best times. We realized pretty quickly that it always took them a day or even two days to calm down and kind of relax into their best selves, the ones we really enjoyed being around and wanted to do things with. And they were always having to go back, just as they'd started feeling really happy to be here. I'm sure this is a more or less universal phenomenon. Kids are very adaptable, but the constant changes in environment with different foods, different rules different adults really shakes them up inside and it takes a while for their energy to settle. So what can we do to help? I have a few tips of course and I've invited a guest on to talk about her favorite intervention and for sure one of mine which is essential oils. It's hard to believe how magical these things are until you've tried them yourself but the world is already full of people raving about how oils have totally changed their life. I can tell you that I've even had one of those holy cow moments using essential oils on my husband during a crisis, and I would never have believed it if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. He hates anything smelly because his ex-wife was all about perfume and hairspray and plug-in air fresheners, so he usually runs away if there's any kind of smell happening. And when I got my first diffuser and started having oils running in my office, he actually came in and asked if we couldn't keep that diffuser in the living room so that everybody could smell it. Go figure. So anyway, before we get to Jessica Kukin and her advice about essential oils for supporting kids through the transitions, I want to mention a few other important ideas. You have to remember that kids are creatures of habit. They love routine, constancy, and rhythm. They want to do the same things over and over. It's usually us adults who get bored easily and want variety. The routine and predictability of things is part of how kids feel safe and secure. We can't overestimate how much they need to know what's coming next. You know, are we there yet? Like, how long is this ride? 
when is lunch? Where's the bathroom? Or who's picking me up from school today? Or even where am I sleeping tonight? To you and me, these things are completely obvious, but kids don't have the same sense of time and space that we do. An hour for kids is a really long time, and a week is an eternity. Do you remember summer holidays as a kid, how that felt? Was that the few short weeks that it feels like now, or was it basically forever, like a whole lifetime? It's good to remind kids things like how many sleeps are involved, or who's going to be there, where are we going? I'll tell you that I always had a kind of instinct to do this for my stepkids, even even up to when they were teenagers. When we would all go together to visit my husband's extended family on Christmas break or summer holidays, I would often be the one to say, you guys know we have two more days here, right? Or, you know this is the last day, we're going back tomorrow, just checking. And invariably, one of them would suddenly get wide eyes before saying, oh, yeah, I knew that. Something else I wanted to talk about, and you'll hear me mention it again in my interview with Jessica, but the idea of doing something routine around pickup and drop-off times is a great way to soothe the transition behaviors, both coming and going. Some families have a regular, let's say, Friday night supper when the kids arrive, or they maybe stop on the way there for some kind of, the same kind of um, little treat or activity so that it gets to be a kind of transition ritual. You can do that in the other direction as well, a sort of winding down to signal that the end of the stay is coming. Maybe things like putting everything away where it's going to stay until the kids come back for it, or um, maybe a last hot chocolate or a card game or something that you do the same every time. Maybe taking time together to put all their stuff together and make sure that nothing gets left behind. Anything that becomes a quiet activity of connection, that's the part that's really important, to help them let go and feel okay about leaving. Likewise, how many sleeps until you come back? Or how many sleeps or how many days until we see each other after school? Whatever it might be, but constant reminders about that. They'll never get tired of it. It's really important and it's something very grounding. Okay, let's jump right in with Jessica Kuken, holistic nutritionist and NLP practitioner. And we totally have to get her back here to talk about that because holy moly, neuro-linguistic programming is another whole universe and it's an amazing tool. But today she's going to put on her essential oil hat and share some great stuff about how you can literally change your family's experience of transition times without even breaking a sweat. When I teach classes about essential oils, we talk about there's three really cool things about essential oils. And the first is that they're 100% pure. There's no additives. There's nothing added. There's nothing taken away. So there's no side effects. There's, we actually like to say that there's side benefits to essential oils. And when they're processed and harvested properly, they're really pure, potent plant medicine. So one drop of peppermint essential oil is actually equivalent to 28 cups of peppermint tea. So part of why we in doTERRA do this as wellness advocates is there's a lot of education that goes around uh, essential oils, but they are very safe to use for seniors, for children, for everyone in between. So they're very versatile in that way. So the first cool thing is that they're 100% pure. 
The second cool thing is that they can actually work more effectively than most medications because most medications are water-based and are essential. And this is like basic, very, very basic, not to a homeopathic <laughs> but, uh but most essential oils, so the cell has the oily membrane. So most medications can actually get into a cell where the virus resides, which is part of why doctors often will tell you just to rest if you have a virus, whereas essential oils can actually start to break down that virus and stop it from replicating. And so essential oils actually are really great for your symptoms, but also help it so that you don't continue to get sicker. Uh, so the second cool thing is that they're often more effective than medications. And then the third cool thing is that they actually end up being very inexpensive. And so I know we have free healthcare in Ontario, but it's also that when you have, I know for myself, when my daughter used to get ear infections or something like that, I would have to take care of the doctor, get antibiotics. I'd have to take time off work. I would still be paying for daycare. So being able to use oils like basil or lavender and put them on her ear and within two applications to have her be feeling great means that I don't have to be off work. She can still go to daycare or school and things like that. So um, I often say to people, there might be an initial investment in essential oils, but once you start using them and fall in love with them, you actually start replacing so many things in your household that you become a kind of a DIY person. And then also you just end up right you you're uh, healthier you have more energy and so you can be more present to your life so they're actually very cost effective awesome so tell just i'm curious because i don't really know the answer to this but tell me how you got uh how did you you were a nutritionist is that right mm -hmm. yeah so nutritionist i started off in nutrition and then quickly realized people don't really want to pay to be told what to eat <laughs> and then when they're not compliant they definitely want to blame you for not doing what they said they were going to do. So I was really grateful to find essential oils. First, they were just going to be a tool I was going to use with my family and in my practice, and then absolutely fell in love with them and fell in love with teaching about them. And so this has been my full-time gig for three years now. Wow. Neat. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. And you have, you just said your daughter is seven. Is that right? Uh, six. Yeah. Six. And she actually goes back and forth between households. She um, does, yeah. I just dads. dropped her off this morning, actually. So what we were going to talk about today was transitions, like yeah. the, the first few hours or even days of being home after being with dad, or, you know, I'm sure that dad has the same kind of issues. It's really hard to change houses. Oh, for um, sure. And I think there's actually, so I wanted to talk about the transitions for kids and then also the transition for parents. Cause I know even though it's been three years, every time I drop my daughter off and I come back into my empty home, there's this like grief that kind of yeah. takes a bit to um, right reside. Yeah. And it, unfortunately it happens every time there's just this, like it's an emptiness when she's not here. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to transitions, what's really cool about essential oils is that there's no um, filter between our, our sense or our sense of smell and our limbic uh, brain where we process emotions. So you can actually change your emotional state very quickly. And if you ever want to practice this, kids are a great example because they just literally, they could be in the middle of something, you can put some oils on them, have them smell them, and there's like this instant calming. And so it's scientific, but it's also a pattern interrupt, right? Very often if we're focused on something that, especially for kids, if they're just focused on what they're not going to have, or they're focused on something you've told them they can't do, having that pattern interrupt and giving them that moment will actually just alleviate that focus so that they can be 
um, more present to you. <clears throat> so doTERRA has a bunch of different oils, but what I love using with my daughter is these touch oils. Mm -hmm. So these are safely diluted for uh, anyone's skin. And what's awesome, as my daughter's gotten older, so I've used oils on her since she was 10 months. So she knows how to use oils fully herself. She's 100% responsible for her own oil collection. So doTERRA came out with a kid's kit. I have um, it. Yeah, isn't I have the kids kit. I just love it. Yeah, my, my clients really like it. I have it here so that I can show it to them and the kids can, you know, try them on yeah. and smell them and they really love them. It's so smart. So uh, doTERRA came out with the kids line and what's really cool is it has little symbols so you can get like the heart will tell you it's for your emotions. It has the brain one, which is for concentration and things like that. It has the body one, which is for immune support. And so what I loved about the kids line when it came out is I gave her one to take to her dad's house oh, great. and he's not in line with what I do. So having it so set out with the colors and the symbols that she can use them herself when she's at her dad's house means I know she's regulating better when she's not with me and that she has that, that empowerment to be able to reach for something. And then she always feels more connected to me because she's using the oils. So yeah, that's so great. There's, yeah, there's a bunch of really cool things, I think, as a single parent when you're going back and forth in the oils. Smell is such a powerful reminder of where you've been or what you've experienced. So having that comfort for a child that they have that smell when, you know, if your children are younger, you could start an oil during cuddle time or during bedtime. And so when they use that oil at their at the other house, they have that reminder of what you, right? a wonderful idea that is. I, right? That is so great. I suggest to my clients to use oils when they're doing any kind of really uh, nurturing self-care practice, um, like meditating or journaling or whatever it is you do that you really feel that you love. When you can't get to do that thing, you can use the oil and get instantly back into that you know, good Absolutely. feeling of just having done something really, uh, you know, to care for yourself. For sure. And, and with children, especially, they don't have the cynicism that we have. So oils are so impactful for them and they just get it. They just get that they put the oil on, they feel better and that's all they need to know, right? Exactly. I just have to share a really funny story. A friend of mine here in town um, has been using oils for some years years with her with her son who was having you know these gigantic meltdowns mm -hmm. and she said the very first time she tried it she had to like kind of corral him and keep his arms he was just flailing everywhere you know and she said all that she could manage to do with one bit of free hand was kind of wipe some oil you know on the bottom of his nose while he was screaming and kicking and trying to get away and she said like within 10 seconds it stopped she just couldn't believe it and that he has had started taking his own kit of oils to school and that the teachers would let him go out in the hallway when he was feeling unregulated and yeah. you know he would know what he needed to to do to feel better and so now he's a little bit older he's 11 or 12 and mom will say to him you know, you're getting out of line, you need to go and get an oil. And he said, I don't want to do that, because then I won't be mad at you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he's so aware that it takes yeah. away that it so takes the edge off the negative feeling. And now he's saying, like, no, like, that's a trick. You're just making me feel better. He's so aware of how 
uh, of how that works. And of course, that's, that's another funny. whole dynamic <laughs> of teenagehood coming in, right? But but I think what a amazing like tool and gift to give children to give them a way to feel empowered and to be able to self-regulate and to manage their emotions better and to teach them how to calm down and how to right like that's yeah. I think that side of oils the intentionality of it is not something I realized was going to be so powerful for me but even as a mom when my daughter was 10 months old and life was so different like oils were my like moment I would go to my box if she had had a meltdown or we hadn't slept or whatever and it was my moment to be like okay I just want to feel peaceful or I want to decrease my stress and taking that breath with that intention that was just for me right and I think there's something really beautiful about having that oh that's great so let's talk some more about um about the transition moment mm -hmm. um because I certainly experienced that in this house not so very often because my husband's kids lived really far away so they didn't come here very often but they would come for a long weekend or for a week's holiday or something like that and we always observed that they were really just calming down and getting in the flow and having fun when it was almost time to go back yeah like the sure. whole the whole time was spoiled with nothing more than the emotional roller coaster of transitioning to another house and when yeah. they could be here for a whole week we could really enjoy the benefit of having that extra time so whatever we can do to help shorten the period of instability around transitions i guess that's right. the right way to say it is a great thing so how do you choose like do you go by the kind of behavior that you're seeing or by something else what would how would you go about choosing the right thing? Well, so first I would say the two main ways I would use oils during transition is topically on the children and then also diffusing nonstop. And so for me, diffusing is always a combination of a citrus because they're always going to be uplifting to your emotional health. I pretty much always have frankincense in a diffuser because it's probably the most grounding, calming oil that there is. And then playing around with it, like choosing what you like. But when it comes to your transition, it's really about learning what your kids want. So there isn't ever going to be a one size fits all when it comes to oils. When my daughter was younger, trying to find her bedtime diffuser blend just took trial and error. I was actually at the point where I was like, well, maybe she doesn't sleep well with a diffuser in her room. And then I added Lang Lang and some other weird oil and boom, she was out. And I was like, okay, so oils really is about finding what works, but a really good, um, rule of thumb i think frankincense is kind of a go-to we have a saying when in doubt use frank mm -hmm. and it's probably to me the most balancing oil similarly like when aslan was younger if i could just get close to her she's having a breakdown and swipe some frankincense on her forehead like just kind of like a yeah exactly price, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so and then she would she would calm down so i think oils like frankincense um we have a beautiful blend called Balance are a great place to start. But then as your children get older, letting them choose what they like is really important. But there's chemistry to oils, right? So doTERRA came out with an emotional aromatherapy line and it does come in a touch kit, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So it has six different oils. I have that and too. <laughs> 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 that one's really great too, because it kind of teaches, especially kids, like Aslan's age, those six and up, 
to be more identifying what they're feeling, right? So there's six different ones. There's forgive, peace, console, passion, uh, cheer, and motivate. motivate. Yeah. So, right, as a parent, you could kind of present them the options and really start to teach them like, okay, it's now you're at mommy's house and what do we want to do while we're here? Like, how do you want to feel while you're here? Are you, is your heart hurting? Are you missing someone? Like taking the time, combining oils with getting in touch with what's happening with your child. Like I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to recommend you just put an oil on and help, hope it helps. Like they're in a, an additional tool with communication that can really help calm everything down. So I think it can become a process. Like as soon as they come home, right, you grab something to drink, you catch up on your day and you say, hey, how are you feeling? How has your week been? Which oil are you thinking you'd like to use, right? And then, like you said, it becomes kind of a, a lighthouse or an anchor for them to feel that way when they come home, right? Yeah. And then just throughout the days, finding other times, like bedtime's a really great time to use certain essential oils, making a bath time ritual and adding some oils to some Epsom salts. And then all of those things just become part of a ritual and a routine, and they really start to connect how they're feeling with the oils that they're using. That's, um, that's awesome. I have a great deal of respect for the power of rituals um, for kids, especially, you know, kids love things to be the same. They want to hear the same story all the time. They want to watch the same movie again and again. There, there's a developmental reason behind that. But I think that we, we, we're doing ourselves and them a favor when we run with that and, sure. you know, create as much, um, as much routine and ritual as we can. As adults, we like change and we like things to be different. And we, we, we feel like we should be presenting um, something new all the time to be interesting and different and yeah. keep them interested or whatever. But what they really want is for things to be the same all the time, given that it's something pleasant, you know? But sure. um, so I, I think that something that, um, you know, my, the audience who are listening to this podcast uh, the vast majority of them are um, the dads and their partners. So they're welcoming kids into their home who are now leaving mom for a weekend or a week. And um, I think it's really important to acknowledge for ourselves, at least what it means to a kid to leave the, the security of the mom, both the person and the mother function, which has to do with, you know, home and security and moving towards dad as a person and as the dad function, um, being more about, um, you know, moving, being out in the world and away, yeah. from, away from home. And so, you know, there's a lot of insecurity that just comes by nature with that move. And I think that whatever families can do to, ground the kids with um the sameness of yeah. you know like having a ritual meal and by ritual i mean that it's friday night is pizza night whenever you you know every week when you arrive here we get the same kind of we get pizza from the same place or whatever it yeah. might be it might be something that you make we have pancakes for supper or, you know that there's there's a lot that's predictable about the for arrival sure. time and i think that um uh, even playing around with, as you said, you know, it's a kind of trial and error, but having a, 
some kind of grounding, uplifting, calming oil in the air can really do a lot for, you oh, know, for that sure. you walk in and um, without having to do anything, you feel better after a few breaths because yeah. the, the oils are helping you to, to feel calm and safe and it's okay to be here. For sure. And I think when it comes to oils and the transition, depending on the ages of your children, involving them in it, like letting them pick their favorite diffuser blend. Aslan, um, we take bottles now when they're empty and we just make master diffuser blends, right? So she'll pick the oils that she wants to smell on an ongoing basis. And so teaching your children, again, like giving them the tools so that when they're at dad's house, they're at mom's house, they have these things that they can reach for as talismans of like, okay, this is how I feel good, or this helps me when I'm here. Absolutely. All of that is so important. Absolutely. No, I, I think it's really great. And um, I think it's also a wonderful thing that, um, uh, you know, a lot of parents, like you said, um, your, your ex-husband, your daughter's father is not really on board with what you're doing. And I think that's probably the case in a great many families that there's, you know, a lot of dispute about how to, how to deal with the emotional well-being of the child. And when you can offer something that's not a medicine, it's not something that anybody has to take that you need to um, agree in writing about, you have to have permission from a doctor to take whatever. It's something that's yeah. so beneficial, um, but that, you know, you don't need anybody's go ahead to have something nice smelling in your house, exactly. essentially, you know, I think that adds a layer of practicality to the, the dynamic of the situation. For sure. And it teaches kids to be an advocate for their emotional health and their well-being, And, and in a way where it's not, yeah, like you said, it's not labor intensive for the other parent. It's not like Aslan has her kit and she knows how to use it and when to use it and nobody has to help her with it. And so it doesn't have to be an issue. And that's such a nice thing as parents when you split and you don't agree on a lot of yeah. the basics, right? Yeah. Um, this is super helpful. Um, one time I was teaching a, a class um, in, uh, I had a meetup for a long time that was. Uh, become a home healer and a colleague of mine and I did I don't know about 35 sessions of that and at one point I guess we were um, I guess we were doing a session about essential oils and a woman came who had never been there before and said that she had recently had the experience of uh, that she's a foster parent and she'd been doing that for some years and at the moment she was fostering three brothers who were extremely extremely active kids um, that it, she was just finding it really hard and that somehow she had stumbled on somebody talking about essential oils and vetiver oh, and yes. she just she just <laughs> said okay I'm just gonna like what have I got to lose and she said I can't even describe to you the change that it made in our household having just diffusing this thing like though so that was why she came to learn more because she had just gone off a you know, whatever she heard on a radio show or something and went out and got some to try it. And she was like completely sold. So tell me about vetiver. 
So vetiver is a great oil for grounding. So it's a root. So anytime you think of any of the trees or any of the roots, they're grounding, right? They are in the earth. They are, that is how they uh, get fed and everything like that. So our vetiver from doTERRA is actually sourced in Haiti. In um, Haiti. Cool. Yeah. And doTERRA, that's another really important part when you talk about essential oils, quality matters and how they're harvested and mm -hmm. what they're, how they're treating everyone in the process. And so doTERRA does something called co-impact sourcing. And that means they work with farmers who have been doing this for generations. Um, they work directly with them, no middlemen. And so within that, they upgrade their business practices, help them to keep up with the demand of doTERRA. And then our Healing Hands Foundation goes in and helps the community surrounding. So in uh, Haiti and specifically, they had built four water wells. Before that, the people used to have to walk for an hour and a half to get water. Oh, wow. It wasn't drinking water. It wasn't wow. clean enough for that, right? So there's that side of doTERRA where there's this huge heart to help people and they actually source their oils where they can make a difference. They source people as much as they source oils and really want to make a difference in the world. But vetiver is an amazing oil for sleep with a caveat that it sometimes, sometimes does cause vivid dreams. So just mm. be prepared for that. But one of the best ways to use it, especially is for anyone who has any kind of attention thing, if you can't concentrate, if you're always go, 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 it just really quiets the mind and helps you just uh, be more present. And so like, I think that's so important. If it's, if we're talking to dads and partners, being able to start your time with your child in a calmer, more settled place so that you can have that baseline to create the relationship better is a real gift, right? So I think oils are a really great tool to just start your time together better, have everyone's emotions be settled, have everyone on the same page that so you can just be there and be present for the time that you have. That is such great advice. I thank you so much for doing this. Can you tell everybody where they can find you to connect? Sure. So my name is Jessica Kukin and I have a website by the same. So it's Jessica Kukin is K-U-I-K-E-N.com. And then I have a really amazing Facebook page called Spoil the Soul. And that's where we share tons of information. I've grown that group over five years. It's at uh, around 3,300 people now. Wow. So people ask tons of questions about essential oils. And I'm also on Instagram at The Essential Mind. Fantastic. Well, Thanks again so much for this. I really, really appreciate you doing this. Oh, no problem. This is great. I can talk about oils anytime. <laughs> great. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? I've been so inspired since we had this conversation a few days ago. I've been busting out my oils like crazy. It's true that you have to experiment a bit and find the ones that your body likes best or that your kids and stepkids like to use, but you won't be sorry once you have them. I'll put the links for Jessica's website and Facebook group in the show notes. One quick reminder before I sign off. I'm putting together a live webinar about unbrainwashing your alienated child. I would love to speak with you if you have such a child in your home, or if you were ever brainwashed yourself in childhood. Please reach out to me with a quick email at info at essentialstepmom.com or use the link in the show notes to find a time when we can talk on the phone. I'd be really grateful for your input. That's all for this episode. If you're enjoying this, remember to subscribe wherever you're listening. 
did you know that we're being heard in 48 countries now? There are other curious, forward-thinking stepmoms like you in every corner of the world, and you can help them find us and join our community by leaving a rating or a review. That's how this podcast will pop up when they search stepmom advice. Someone did that for you, you know, so pay it forward. I also have a little Facebook tribe, which I guard against bashing like a pit bull with lipstick. It's a friendly, 100% positive place. And if that's what you've been looking for, we'd be glad to have you there. Just send a join request to The Spectacular Stepmom. Personal one-on-one support is available by visiting my website, essentialstepmom.com. Thank you.